welcome back to Spilling the Paint Water. My name is Chloe Rose, but I go by Chloe Rose Art on YouTube, and I'm a full-time artist. So if you do enjoy this podcast, please feel free to check out my YouTube channel, Chloe Rose Art, or check out my Instagram, at Art of Chloe Rose, for more artsy content. Today, I am joined with one of my good friends, Gary C. Now, Gary is an absolute sweetheart who has been on YouTube since 2006. He's worked with many incredible brands, including Shop Disney UK, Disney UK, Disney Theatrical Group, Walt Disney Studios, Childlike, Paramount Pictures UK, Hallmark, Barclays Bank for Pride, and many more in his time. He's an incredible singer who just released his album Acoustic Christmas on all streaming platforms, which charted in the UK iTunes Christmas charts. He also has an incredible eye for art and has sold thousands of prints in his time, some releases selling 500 prints in only a few hours. He's been to many movie premieres and events and is very, very well connected in the online and entertainment world. He's also a massive fan of Disney and is often part of our mutual friend Adam Hatton's Disney vlogs on YouTube. You can find Gary on Instagram and Twitter as UGaryC or YouTube as Gary C. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Okay. Should I have a Christmas hat or no Christmas hat? Please do. Please do. I love I it. I just thought, let's be festive. No. I'm, I'm surrounded it. by wrapping paper and bags. <laughs> so actually, what's that bin bag there? Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today I'm joined with my wonderful friend, Gary C. Gary, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I am, you caught me just like touching things. I was like, if I move something, if I touch something, is the audio weird? Hello. Uh-huh, Gary C. <laughs> I'm <all right. laughs> Gary is one of my very good friends. Gary, how long have we known each other now? It's going to be like four or five years or something, right? A very, very long time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And which is the, usually the answer somebody gets um, mm-hmm. when like a husband says to a wife, oh, how long have we been married now? And they go, oh, a long time. Do I know? <laughs> I don't. Um, but it's most friendships well. are a relationship of some sort. So, hey, that's me backing out of our, our friendship anniversary. Um. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I just remember watching you and loving it because... <laughs> that's a statement in its own right. <laughs> I just remember watching you. Through the window, staring <laughs> at you, creeping... It'd be a very, very boring show with <laughs> next to no adverts. Though I'd like to do a product placement... For this, <laughs> just like hold things up to the window. Hello. <laughs> I always loved your videos. For anyone that doesn't know, by the way, um, I actually met Gary through YouTube because I used to watch his videos and then we just became friends that way. But Gary reminds me of like old school YouTube that I miss so much. Just the laid back, sitting in the bedroom, talking about random things and just being like so relaxed. Your watch time must be so good. Seriously. Well, I don't upload that often, do I? Um, it's just a hobby for me. It's something I've enjoyed doing since 2006. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I just like videos where I can just talk to camera and say, mm-hmm. I must remember that I have to look there, not yeah. there. Oh so yeah, I'm look looking like, at you. Sorry. So I look like weirdly <laughs> cross-eyed throughout the whole video. Because uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, um, spill the paint water, check it out. Um, well, you are. You're here. <laughs> They're already imagine, here to subscribe. Could you imagine like promoting something and it's like, yeah, I've got it in my hand. It's here. Um, but yeah, I, I did that when I was doing my own like little mini series on my channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept forgetting to look at the camera. So everyone's like, what are you looking at? I'm looking at them. But it is what it is. Um, so let's let's pro it up in my, my, my brother's old bedroom surrounded by Christmas wrapping paper. Festive, <laughs> festive. <laughs> The, the, the junk it. room. <laughs> every British household has a junk room. Every house. Every, every British household at least has a junk drawer, and I yep. just have an entire area of said said things, um, <laughs> including myself. I'm in. I'm in here, so I'm part. Oh of the junk. no! <laughs> I can do what I like when I like because I am irrelevant these days. Hooray! <laughs> no, you're not, <laughs> Gary. You are one of the coolest people that I know. You have done so many amazing, cool things, and. Uh, I want to talk to you, obviously, a lot about the business side of YouTube. Obviously, you do art stuff. I think you're going to go like forty. You're forty now. You're still alive. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> How are you still alive? So like, our back friend in, back in my day. Yeah. Well, this is the funny thing. Our friend Adam would say it's a miracle he's still alive. Um, <laughs> I am very accident prone. Um, like the time at university that I washed mm. the plug on the cheese toasty maker because I thought it was dirty, and someone said, "You don't." Wash electrical things. <laughs> and I was like, don't you? <laughs> oh, it no, is Gary. a miracle I'm alive. <laughs> oh, no. So you were well, saying about doing like loads of like nice things and everything. 
Uh-huh. Definitely. You have worked with a lot of different brands. Just tell me, first of all, like the brands that you've worked with or that, that know you, send you stuff. Just kind of introduce um, I've that done, side of things. I've worked with Disney. I've worked with... Oh, it's really weird thinking back. I remember doing a brand partnership for Pride with um, Barclays. Mm-hmm. Um, that I did that for a few years. That was fun. Um, very strange, the whole corporate world and Pride. There's a lot of issues there. Yeah. Um, as I was informed when I did it with them, <laughs> which I was totally unaware of. But... Um, it's a learning curve and sometimes you um, work with people um, like I do with Funko Europe, mm-hmm. um, not on a monetary basis, which is which is mostly the case with almost everything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's usually brands that are like gifting things, opportunities and stuff. And it's things that I would never do or something that you couldn't put a price on. Like when I sang with um, Alan Menken for the mm-hmm. launch of Beauty and the Beast, um, the live action film. So it's... It's Clang. There goes the name. Yeah. Um, but there's people probably watching this to go, Alan who? Trust me. Google him. <laughs> and you'll be as shook as I was on the day. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it is exciting and it's great. But um, obviously, it feels like you're getting all this stuff for nothing. But there is work behind it. Obviously, I've been on YouTube since 2006. You've been on YouTube yourself for a long time. And those people coming in now that are like... like you've just sold out of your new print like in mm-hmm. a day or in a few hours and it's like how can she sell out of her print like she's she's not a huge like famous famous artist well mm-hmm. it's about building the name building your presence exactly. on social media it's all a time thing it's very time uh, sensitive and mm-hmm. some people have success very very fast some people just plod along mm-hmm. i am one of those people that has been very fortunate to have an audience that have sort of stuck with me for very many years and um the people that are sort of coming and get some people come, some people go like, that's just the nature of it. And you just have to enjoy every moment. Definitely. Yeah. You've done a great job of like building a brand and just being somebody that's got so much personality that people relate to so much. Like you, I don't know how many prints it is. Is it like 500 odd prints or something? You just sell out so quickly. Of your I don't artwork. know how many prints I've actually sold in the last couple of years. Um, I think but like a batch the... of stuff of the same print. Oh, How many us- do you normally us- have? Of the yeah. same, um, yeah. it's usually 500. Yeah. Um, um, but the thing is, I, ma- I try to make them affordable because I am very conscious mm-hmm. of the fact that people internationally are buying them. So then you've got to add on the postage and everything, yeah. as you know. Um, and, and also the fact that I want art to be quite accessible. I know that's a bit of a controversial yeah. thing because there's artists everywhere that are like, no, sell them for 40 quid each. You're signing hand numbering them. <laughs> But they are signed and hand-numbered and sold for like £8 when I'm selling mm-hmm. them and stuff because, or £10 including VAT. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm I'm not very businessy and that's why I partner with my friend, mm-hmm. our friend, Adam, because mm-hmm. um, Adam has a company, the Hatton Company, and um, he can sort it all out, do tax things and business mm-hmm. things and things. And I suffer from anxiety and depression. And um, I, I document that on my channel, which is, maybe why some people find me so approachable and stuff because I have had a lot of struggle mm-hmm. um, and I continue to struggle with it. Um, maybe not anymore though. Just got a weighted blanket changing my life. There you go. Get, get the weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> have you got one? I don't. I was tempted to get one, but I always like, I don't know. Cause I feel, I'd feel kind of trapped. I'm not claustrophobic, but I was like, mm, I, I feel like my feet would be Some days trapped, it's but... too much. Some yeah. days it's too much. And it feels yeah. like you are being crushed from the outside. <laughs> Something by an elephant, yeah. <laughs> That's it. It literally is like someone sitting on you. But at the same time, when you need that assurance or you need comfort, mm-hmm. who needs a boyfriend? <laughs> exactly. There you go. You need, you know, you need a hug. A None of us can get boyfriend hugs it. right now. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You can't get any hugs now. No. Get yourself, get yourself a weighted blanket. Well, um. anyway, yeah. So I'm trying that out at the moment because I got it for my birthday um, yeah. as a gift. But yeah, I think the depression and anxiety is part of the reason. Because I, I would struggle with the admin side of, of selling the prints and stuff. Yeah. And that money goes into things like Disney World. Like most people know me for being a Disney vlogger or part of a Disney duo with adam and um, that money goes towards that it goes towards um my disney pin obsession <laughs> so gary has a really big pin obsession gary how many uh, pins do you have now i don't actually know i couldn't oh. even tell you that's you know, when you know it's out of hand that's when it's out of hand yeah do you know how many mini ears you have nope <laughs> there you go and they're literally behind you but um 
Probably about 20. Probably about 20. 20. No, I have more. I, yeah, it's probably about 20. I don't have as many as some people, but I, I have I have quite a lot. I have quite a few um, Mickey ears, but in my defence, <laughs> they're a wonderful accessory in the box. <laughs> they are indeed. <laughs> they have a wonderful... They have our friend Dom as well. I don't think I've ever seen mm. Dom in a pair of uh, Mickey ears. No, I've not seen Dom in one either, no. Maybe he's like Adam. Maybe he doesn't do the ears. He's just the shirts and everything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Hey, top it off. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, I've turned up on here in, in Christmas, so um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be festive or you're going to go for the Disney look, go all out. Mm. Oh, not? absolutely. Turn up in a Baby Yoda outfit. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do Disney, you might as well turn up being a Baby Yoda with a frog stuffed down your throat. There you go. There you go. Why exactly. Not? Mm-hmm. Next Halloween costume. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just over six foot, so a six foot baby Yoda or the child mm-hmm. or Grogu, whatever he's called now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure Disney would approve of that. I'm all about like positivity and just living mm-hmm. your best life because there's enough going on at the moment without mm-hmm. having to throw other people under the bus and, and be leery about what exactly. people like and into and stuff. So, and that's the thing with the internet; it's just it's changed. Oh, it has. YouTube has changed. When I first went on YouTube. There was no monies involved. Like getting no. back to the branding thing, there was no monies. There was no uh, management. There nope. was no uh, what are they called YouTube networks. No, nope. it's it's a different world, and and it does change people. Monies it money does t- changes people. Many of the people I started off with back in the days become huge stars, mm-hmm. and some changed. Some, um, I think I don't necessarily think it's ego. I think. It's a fear of losing what you've gained or a fear mm-hmm. of losing what you have because, you know, these early, these 20-somethings get a mortgage and they're like, let's hope this doesn't dry up because yeah. things be bleak. Um, yeah. And I think they're, they're close friends because there was a big group of us that used to hang out and talk and, and message mm-hmm. and everything and then it got smaller and smaller and smaller. And yeah. as the community dissolved, everyone said it's because of money, it's because they've changed. I think it was a fear of like, do you know what it's like with cancel culture and everything? Oh, absolutely. What, what friends are like with like banter and stuff like that. Um, yeah. God, I hate that word. I can't believe I even yeah. said the word banter. <laughs> oh my God, I feel sick. This, <laughs> what can I beat myself oh, with? <laughs> I know, I hate that word too. <laughs> oh my God. It, that just won't do it. Just half a sheet of, ra- of wrapping no, paper. No, you need the, the ones behind you. There's a bunch of wrapping papers. Just get the whole... Well, this is the one thing about 40 that they don't tell you. I mean, that's a bit more substantial. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Great. And for all of you out there listening in an ASMR presence, this is for you. This is my gift. My my Christmas gift. Oh, I hate ASMR so much. So we've got the ASMR people. We've got Baby Yoda lovers dressed up as Baby Yoda. We've got everyone here today and we love you all. Oh, you're the best. So Actually, your... sorry, on, I was going to say, what's your chat? What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You covered everything. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Thanks, thanks girls. It's a, it's a short one this week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, you kind of covered that. I was wanted to say, because obviously you've been around since the start. You were around yeah. the era of, like, the types of um, the big British YouTubers now that are yeah. very, like, unapproachable. Um, how you've obviously witnessed so many people grow and change and you said you think it's more of a fear of, of losing things, which I think in a way I can understand. And I think yeah. it's a privacy thing. It's a, it's a safety thing. Just yeah. as we would have our close people that we would say, oh, this is this and cool, I, I earned this on this brand deal and things like yeah. that. Obviously, when you talk about things like Gleam, yeah. Gleam, the, um, the YouTube network, brand partner, managers... Part of their thing was to separate their people. It wasn't the choice of the people. It was the the YouTubers. It was their choice to make their mm-hmm. people sort of elevated. And so by that, they they became harder to get hold of. Like, if you want if you want my so-and-so YouTuber or whatever an event, you mm-hmm. have to pay some coins for it. The level of chaos that surrounded those YouTubers meant that there'd have to be loads of security, loads yeah. of things put in place. And when you got, like... 200 creators attending an event and you're putting all this on one person it's a lot of pressure for the one person let's not forget that yeah they've already everything they do online is being picked over and sorted through 
to have like that when they when they do go out in public or to yeah. a public event is a lot. So it doesn't surprise me that they distance themselves and they stop going to things and mm-hmm. and you know and then you get this vacuum in the void and it's like, well, why are they not going to things anymore? Is it because they think they're better than us? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, it's just because it's a I lot. think some of them became a victim almost. Victim is a strong word, but a victim of their success. Yeah. Because so many of them, you would see them at like events, like, like a Disney event, and they're so mm-hmm. like huggy and warm and everything. And it's like, and you sort of think, oh, I miss all this. Now, I just recently cut meat from my diet and because of that, my diet has obviously changed drastically. I'm now a vegetarian and stay as healthy as I can. I need to find multivitamins or multivitamins to fill in any gaps in my nutrition. There are zero fillers, colorants or shady additives you find in a lot of other multivitamins. Not only are these scientists and nutritionists recommended, but they fill in nine nutrient gaps in your diet. Because of my lack of meat intake, I know how important it is for me to be getting extra vitamins. And I love that Ritual is completely transparent with what is in their vitamins. Another thing that's very beneficial is the fact they are delayed release designed to dissolve later in sensitive parts of your stomach. So less chance of acid reflux, which is amazing since my body finds any and all excuse to have it. They're available for women, men, teens, as well as their best-selling prenatal vitamins. They're delivered straight to your door every single month with always free shipping. So if you would like to try Ritual for yourself, they are offering my listeners a 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash paintwater to try them for yourself. Yeah, and how I met you was through your art, your incredible yeah, art. It was when you were doing digital work and you did Dean from Supernatural because we yeah. both watched Supernatural. I am a couple of seasons behind. I'm not up Same. to date before anyone messages me and tells me the no. end of the series series because I don't mm. know. Um, <laughs> but I will eventually get there. I will yeah. I will finish it. Same. Um, I'm just holding on to it for as long as I can because I love yeah. it. But it was Supernatural that brought us together. Your picture of Dean was all over the internet and I saw it on some fan thing. I was like, wow, this oh, really? is great. Aww. And it was tagged. And then I went and I saw, I think there was like a speed painting video or something. Uh-huh. Something was out there. And then I found you and I left a comment. And then I think you must have clicked on my channel from the comment, like as we nosy YouTubers do. And, um, and, um, and it all went from there. Definitely. It's it's crazy how that all started. It's amazing. It's even more crazy that um, a couple of years later, you had incredible success. Um, and, you know, you're painting more now. Before, I you, when I first knew you, you were... It, it is crazy. Not the success. You deserve the success. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Let, let's, you. Not say, let's not say... Let's not take it there. The, the painting. I For many years, I thought you just did digital work. I did mm-hmm. not know that you painted. And now you're doing these customising toilet seats, customising <laughs> this, customising that. Um, I am. Um, yeah, yeah, one I, of my favourite pieces it. was the um, the wall in your room, which you've now painted mm. over. The scandal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing um, another one in here. I'm going to do Starry oh, are you? on my wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're doing a lot of Starry Night stuff. I know, do you? I, I am. This is my podcast now, by the way. Yeah. Um, do, you, um, do you like Van Gogh's work in general or just that? Um, that is my favourite piece of all time. Um, yeah. I've I've done it on a car door. I've done it in a bear. I was going to say, you beat me yeah. to it. I, you did the challenge with your friend that's the YouTuber in America. And I, you did yeah, it on did the it thing. Yeah, I did it on the car. Was that with yep. Poscas? Posca markers, yeah. Um, I have a very mixed relationship with Posca. Yeah, the car itself was actually wrapped. So it was like a mat. Oh, so it went down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did so, some crafts um, with them recently and oh, yeah? it just chewed the cardboard mache stuff up. I know it's supposed oh. to... I think it's your friend Bailey, who you, who you had on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she's done it quite a bit with um, Copic, Copic, um, and I think she's done stuff with, with that before. But um, another of your, your friends, actually, um, I was watching one of their videos the other day um, and she was doing the... Um, was it the blackest black and you did the pinkest pink? Yeah, she did the blackest black, Ray. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, um, for those of you that might not know, um, Chloe did a video of the pinkest pink and was like covering stuff. No, you did chrome. Yeah, yeah chrome. Yeah. That's because I saw in the comments, someone said, get the pinkest pink. Um, and I was like, get the pinkest pink. Mm-hmm. I want to see that on everything. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, you did the chrome and she did the black. And because um, yep. you linked her in the description, that's how I found her. 
because mm-hmm. you said in the video, oh, my friend's done the blackest black, this, yep. this special paint. And it goes down good on some stuff, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Really good. Like it absorbs yeah. like 98, 99% of the light. So it's yeah, just it's like crazy. darkness. Yeah. <laughs> You've done so it's many awesome. quirky videos. I love it. I love the quirky videos. Like Aww, when you used to dress you. up as Bob Ross, I used to love things like that. Bless you. You're so supportive. You're like one of the most supportive friends I have. You're always like, you're very consistent like that. And I always appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's it's YouTube. Like you say, it's changed a lot. So I feel I have to a make the more quirky videos because everything else has like been done. So it's like, crap, what can I make that's never been done before? Um, sometimes yeah. it's a matter of making videos that were made years ago, but then like, oh, it's kind of new again. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on you because yeah. obviously you've done those fun sort of like quirky titles not necessarily quick but uh, quick mm-hmm. bait clickbait because you deliver quick bait. um that's the mm-hmm. thing your videos deliver if it says you're doing something in a video yeah. you're doing it mm-hmm. um but having these quirky sort of videos and thumbnails and stuff because that's what a younger audience a new audience want and in order to grow you need to keep it like look at jazza <sighs> let's just think about jazza for a second <laughs> damn <laughs> i don't know Jazz how many awesome. videos i've watched i don't know how many videos my even my headphones are like lo- melting at the sight at the thought of him um <laughs> but um yeah blonde aussie oh what more do you want the gift that keeps giving jazza um yeah I'm i know you're friends you with him. <laughs> if he's watching this i know you've got a wife and kids but <laughs> i'm not a home wrecker and, but I am willing to get on a flight to meet someone. <laughs> well, not now, but if I if I could. Um, you should you should come to VidCon next time we're all there. Oh, I was so I'll jealous when you, you met him in person. I was just like... <laughs> but yeah, he's great. He um, But even his videos got really elaborate, like bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. bigger stuff. Yeah. And um, I don't know if that's because as a bigger creator, like obviously he's got a lot more following now than when I first, followed, uh, first mm-hmm. like, subscribed to him and stuff. But then there's the merch, like the the, the Jazza boxes and things yeah. like that. Like it, it just seems to sort of grow and grow. And I can't imagine what the pressure is like when that number starts going up. No, I can't. I can't imagine either. And I mean, he obviously he has help with the editing and stuff, but it's so much that he does. He just like mm. even without help, like the planning the boxes is all him. He's got to plan and receive and do all that stuff, and then plan. We well, have to because it's do, your name on it. it. Exactly, yeah. and he does so much. I honestly don't know how he kind of just carries on with it. It's just, it's Well, a it's lot. like our friend Adam. He's involved in everything right down to the finest detail. Oh, my um, gosh. This, yeah, is, one, so this is one of his jumpers. Do you Adam have Hatton. I do. I should have worn it. I don't know where it is. Um, it's it's really, really soft. And, yeah. um, and, and the quality of stuff makes such a difference, especially with prints and things like that. Because yeah. if something comes and it's torn to shreds, you're not going to buy another one. No, um, exactly. And you just want it. Um, but yeah, it's all about quality and it's about um, just if you're going to sell stuff and you're going to expect people to spend their hard-earned money, especially at mm-hmm. this time, like in the economic sort of state of the world, it's got to be good. Yeah. And that was another reason why I like instantly fell in love with your print. It was something different. Oh, thank like, you. The fact that your print like shimmers when it in the light and everything, and I've never seen that. And obviously, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this. I am actually a big Van Gogh fan. Um, oh, my wow. favourite picture of all time is one of his. It's Sunflowers 1888, mm-hmm. um, which is the reason why I say the the year after it is because he did a series of Sunflowers. There's not just the one, and the one really? I love is in the National Gallery in um, in the UK in London. Really. And um, I've been known to go in there just to look at it. Oh, um, Just because I love the colours and I just love, like... I know that it's been branded, like, some people say it's been overdone now. Just like Starry Night, it's on everything. You can get anything yeah. with it on now. And it's everywhere. But that doesn't still diminish the original painting for me. And when you see people, mm-hmm. like, you sit back on the little benches and you watch other people, like tourists, like, staring at it. It's like... It is very impressive, the colours, like, yeah. the texture of it. And... Um, I'm I'm very envious of people that can oil paint. Oh, same. It's so difficult. For me, I'm someone, part of my mental health issues and stuff, I don't really like mess. Mm. And 
I feel like oil paints, they go everywhere. They will find oh, yeah. a way. <laughs> they will find a way to And then they'll be day. still be always wet everywhere you go. Yeah. They'll just be wet on everywhere everything. Everywhere you go. Yeah. I remember seeing somebody painting an, a, a beautiful piece on a live stream on something, maybe mm-hmm. Twitch. And she was like, oh, it's available to buy and all this. I was like, ah, I was thinking, how? It takes ages to dry. They take months. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and what people, I didn't know this. People like, when they sell like pieces like that, Mm-hmm. Like, you get it in a few months when it's dry. So there's me thinking, oh, it's just been sent through the mail. I like it. And if it rubs off, it rubs off. <laughs> just get it. It's just a pile of smush. <laughs> it's just a smudge. It's just a beautiful smudge. And then they, and then there's like an amendment to the listing that says mm-hmm. it's an abstract piece. <laughs> um, I love it's that. It's an abstract. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I... I don't follow many artists. I, 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 I talk like I have seen loads of stuff. I'm, I love Instagram. Just mm-hmm. going on the art um, the art slide across thing on Explore and just seeing all the yeah. different stuff. It, there's so many different people out there and um, whether they're selling their art or they're doing it for fun, um, I don't think there's ever been more talent or, there's, or we've ever had more access to talent. Because yeah. obviously there was deviant art back in the day and Tumblr and stuff like that. And, you know, as Tumblr slowed down, Instagram just, it was just everywhere. And um, with Insta Story, obviously you can, people can put up like time lapses and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I would do more art videos. It's just, one of the reasons is a technical thing. I bought one of these arm things, you know, the things that yeah. you put your phone in or whatever and it films it from above and all that. Yeah. Well, I got a new phone last year, an iPhone uh, XR. And the mm-hmm. quality was great. I was like, these new videos are going to be snatched. <laughs> um, anyway, it was too heavy for the thing. I oh, put it bugger. in and it just went, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, right, okay. So I gave that away to a friend and I need to get a new one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do like, I do like um, art videos where people just talk. Um, where you've kind of combined that with what I do, the talk to, mm-hmm. it's like a cross, it's like a presenter style, but yeah. not, it's still chatty. And I feel like that's what people want now. People want personality. Like there's yeah. obviously, um, we were talking before, um, a while ago about um, being anonymous, an artist that's anonymous and you can do mm-hmm. it. You can. Mm-hmm. And there's people that have done it very successfully, but I feel like, like Bailey and Jazza are, are key examples of people and yourself that, they buy into what you do as well yeah. as liking what you do. Exactly. Because it's you. Mm-hmm. Like, and when you do Absolutely. like a brand deal with like Michaels or any of the other people that you've worked with, like Box Lunch, it's, people are supporting that because they're supporting you. Exactly. Sometimes exactly. not even the charity or whatever, they, they're supporting you. Exactly. Um, People are more likely to buy something from somebody they know and trust, even if it's cost a little bit more, versus something that no yeah. one knows anything about just for, you know, a little bit cheaper. Most of the time mm-hmm. people, you know, I think that's why your prints sell so quickly. I think you sold like 500 prints once in like the span of a few hours. It made me really numb, to be honest, because I amazing. panicked because I was like, what's the expectation that these are going to change their lives? <laughs> like... <laughs> Your pins like, are beautiful. I've got one on my wall, as you know. Your little um, yes, you do. Show, show it on the this one here. It's by you like by the Gary carousel horse because I love my it. style it's is so nice. my style is like the line drawings and like mm-hmm. figurative stuff. But I I can draw and paint, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I am not a Chloe Rose art. <laughs> I am not a jazz. It's a different type of art, though. What it's a do. different type of so... art. It's so perfect for like merchandise, like a t-shirt. See, I love your That's style. That's the thing. I wish that I could have more like a style more suited to t-shirts because the stuff that I make, you can't really just like stick a rectangle on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, See, this is the thing. People have said this. Like my style is very um, good for like design Brandable. work, like for, for that for the home. Yeah. And I kind of do. I kind of have that, even if it's not going to be a print. I am very mindful of something that is symbolic or can just be left somewhere, and it's like. It's a piece. Exactly. And I see that these elaborate things that other YouTubers and people do and like these um, win a card and it's like that thing and like like this elaborate piece all over it and everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, I would love to do that. And 
in some cases I see things and I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. But it's the P word. It's the patience. Mm-hmm. And when you when you talk to me about the hours of work that goes into one of your pieces, like the wall, I it's part of the reason why a lot of my favourite TV shows, coming back to Supernatural, mm-hmm. that I'm behind in, one of my things with my anxiety and depression is that I... I don't have as much interest in things or I don't have that mm-hmm. commitment to things and I can become very detached from it and very self-critical and judgy of my own work or overthink things. So some bigger pieces, they've never made it to the end and I've discarded them, thrown them, paint over them, um, which I know is a, is a common thread with a lot oh, of yeah. people's work, especially if you have things for commercial sale because you're like, mm-hmm. will people buy this? This isn't good enough. Discard, discard. And um, actually... I need to remember, and, and people out there that are artists that need to remember, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for everyone else. That is good advice. Because if you're the person putting uh, the, the the digital pen to screen or, or paint or charcoal, whatever is your medium <laughs> to paper to screen, mm-hmm. and if it's good enough for you, then that's it. That's Because the buck stops with you. It is your piece. And yes, people can be complimentary. Yes, people can be crit- critical. But... If you say, no, I'm happy with that. Like, I had a lot of nerves about my Christmas EP. Um, available now, Spotify, everywhere. <laughs> We're going to talk iTunes. about that, definitely. <laughs> you can buy it on iTunes, you can buy it on Amazon, you can stream it on Amazon, iTunes and everywhere. Anyway, acoustic my Christmas... Christmas Gary C. <laughs> acoustic Christmas. I'm dreaming. Available now. Um, <laughs> I was very nervous when it went out because I thought, if people reject this... They reject me. Right. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> stop, stop this. Like, they... I, t- I basically took it as, once this goes out, if people don't like my voice or they mm-hmm. don't like the arrangement or the production or something, it's a reflection on me. No, it's just... It's part of me. Yeah. Because it's something I've created. But it isn't me. Just like art. Like, some people can create art and they say, like, I've put all of myself into mm-hmm. this. Great. Like this represents me. This is this is this is my like the the be all and end all. This is the ultimate Gary C, Chloe Rose, Jazza piece, whatever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's a part of you. It's still a part of you, and there has to be some disconnect. Otherwise, when someone ridicules it or pulls you apart, it will destroy you. And I've Absolutely. been there. I've been there when I've put something up, and um, somebody said, "Oh, this looks like it took five minutes. This is naff or whatever they said." No. Mm-mm. And I was like. Well, it didn't take five minutes. No, but... you, I know. Trust me, I can tell that did not take five minutes. Making art that looks simple, but also looks so good, it's not easy at I'm all. I'm really fussy as well. It looks like it's simple. <laughs> yeah, it just, that's one thing I struggle with. Is, it's like art that looks more simple because I cannot physically make something simple without looking like it's crap. You know, that's where there's well, such there's a... art with graphic designers and people that make art that looks yeah. simple because it's not simple, but it looks so clean. Yeah. And it's just, well, there's an artist I found quality. that has this like this flowy sort of very simple and he does like mm-hmm. a bird or something. And at first sight, you would go, I can't believe that's 40 quid for that print. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you try it. It's like, it's imp- I, I no, why. I just I just gave yep. up. I yeah. actually gave up trying to to do my own version of it mm-hmm. because it didn't flow right. There was no yeah. balance. There was no an art the proportions it. were off, and there really is an art to it. There really there is. Really is. Mm-hmm. So, I would say, like anyone out there who who sits and looks at other people's work and judges, constructive criticism is one thing. But unless you're mm-hmm. out there churning out the the masterpieces yourself, or you're mm-hmm. painting the Sistine Chapel in your spare time, <laughs> sit down, girl. Sit. Sit yourself down. Yeah, no one needs your opinion. <laughs> no one needs your opinion. And even if they do and the comments are open, mm-hmm. they're open for like constructive criticism and yep. our favourite word, compliments. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, you really just very much so inspire me. The amount, like I said, the amount of prints you sell, like 500 once in the span of a few hours. Um, and that's like nothing for you or within the span of a day that's just nothing to sell that many because people just relate to you so much and personality is so important I remember you saying to me when I was with you at Summer in the City how mm. um, 
some people that are YouTubers or internet personalities, some people just, you know, do so well because of the relatability factor, because people yeah. can kind of warm to them. You have to really inject yourself as best you can into what you're doing. Into I've actually had this conversation with a friend on the phone today because they were talking about their network and they were just like, like mm-hmm. they're not really doing much for me and, you know, I'm paying them all this money and, and what have you. I was like, just remember, you're the product, you. Yep. And whether you're an artist, a singer, whatever, or both, <laughs> then... Like Gary. Then, ta-da! Available for bookings, but not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, you are the pro- the product. And, and there's a sort of like cynical and businessy and mm-hmm. cold as that sounds. Like, you need to take pride in the product because the product is you when it comes to vlogging. Exactly. At least vlogging. But also, as we said about art, like, whether you put 100% of yourself, your personality, your experiences, traumas or whatever into your art, mm-hmm. or whether you just do something because you like doing it, it's you. And if it represents you, have some pride in it. And and if anyone sort of says, like, oh, this has been done in five minutes, well, whether it was done in five minutes or whatever minutes, it's Still mine. did it. Yeah. And, and the thing it. is, exactly. And the thing is as well, um, there's a artist that does a lot of wedding painting. She goes to paint to weddings oh, and wow. paints up the scene for, uh, that she's looking at. And normally she does them pretty quickly. And people are mm. like, well, how can you be charging hundreds of dollars for this? It didn't take you that long. And she goes, well, because I've spent years practicing my craft and that's why I'm quick at it. Because of the yeah. years that I've spent, you're not paying me for the time that I spend on it. You're paying me for the experience. You're paying me for my paint and um you're also paying for yeah. my services because you know i do have a lot of people that want my work and you know yeah. that's why i'm in more demand so yeah. that's you're paying for a lot of different things well you could say the same about a van gogh or picasso or anything like that like mm-hmm. part of the thing is the brand like you could exactly. get someone down the road to do a fake like there's loads of people yeah. that can do fakes but it's that it's that history it's that knowing what it is that yeah that gives it that credibility that credence and you know Someone like you with a big following on YouTube and social media, like you sold out of all your prints today. Does the average artist on the street with a with a Etsy store um, who's just starting out do that? Of course they don't. But that's something you've earned. You've earned that. You've you've been doing it for years. You know your yeah. style. You've you've did an image of a bear and, and something that means something to you. So that yeah. again resonates with the audience. And you're proud of it. And the fact that you've done a few stories of you showing it on Instagram, you're proud of it. And we as the audience and as your friends and people that care about Mm you, we're proud of you for it. And we want to be part of it. And that's why I bought one. I wanted one. You're so sweet. (laughs) Not just because I love the design and I love it, but it's a show of support. It's the fact that I saw it and I saw how pleased you were with it. And I just fell in love with it straight away. And... I do think there is an element of that. If you're passionate about it, if you care about it, mm-hmm. then there will be someone somewhere that cares about it. Absolutely. And, and if they don't, if you don't, you just draw a line on a page and you say, like, I care about this. Well, mm-hmm. whether people buy it or not, if you care about it, it's enough. Definitely. That is, that yeah. is very inspiring. <laughs> I love that. It's It's just, yeah, I think... I feel bad because so many artists spend so many years trying to, you know, sell the work. Some artists are able to, some artists aren't. Like mm. a year, probably just over a year ago, um, I had a hundred limited edition prints of something else and it took me two days to sell them. Mm. Um, then there was another time I tried to sell my pins and it, it sold very slowly. And I think um, something that some artists tend to do is when they sell things, um I think maybe a clever way that I've noticed some people do it is they're like, oh, we sold out, but they put very few for sale. So people are like, mm. oh, I want that now because yeah. it's sold out. I would like that now. It kind of creates... Well, I'll be honest sense, with you. I I've, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Not every print is a sellout. Not every yeah. print is a, a success. A success. And this is the thing people... I feel like this needs to go in. This needs to be said. Yeah. Do not look at the sales and the success of other artists no. and think... I'm not achieving that. I'm a failure. I'm not achieving that Mm -hmm. because I've gone through this the last week and was really upset because I did a a print called called Comfort and Joy that was two Mm -hmm. bears. Hey, Mm -hmm. hey, bear club. I meant to buy that. Crap. Oh, damn it. I can send you one. I've I've got some. Okay, well, let me pay you for it so you can donate. 
You don't have to pay me. I, well, yeah, I or so just donate, donate to the charity. Yeah. Okay, we'll do but, that. Um, I've got some that, that I kept for me. Anyway, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. There was 400, 200 sold. Well, 200 right. and like 10. Mm-hmm. And now it's closed now. That's still the, amazing. That is amazing. But you also, but it's, mentally, it's, it's like, oh. Yeah, you know. Yep. It's not the 500. It's not the 450. Yep. So instantly, and because it was for like good causes, like for charity and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And my friend, it was from my friend Dave's like good calls as well. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I won't have to worry about constantly promoting this and everything because yeah. you know I, I've sold all this. Yeah. Like when it was just for me, this is a really interesting point that I discovered. Mm-hmm. Sold all this for when it was for me, and for a charity for Dementia UK. I, I'm sure, like based on what's happened with all the other prints, they'll go. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out, and someone told said this to me. Mm-hmm. I think part of the reason they didn't go was because it wasn't for you. Because the support yeah. is there for you. It's your passion. That is very it's your true. thing. And because it was done for someone else, as as nice as that is, like, like imagine, let's take Jazz's boxes. Mm-hmm. If Jazz had done those boxes and we found out that it wasn't going towards him and his wife and his kids and like all the work he put in, it wasn't going to him. Would they have been as successful? They would have been successful yeah. because he's successful and he's well known. But would that people yeah. have been as passionate about sharing their videos of unboxing them? And that is very stuff? true. And I th- and I, and it all goes back to what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. By putting yourself out there and making connections, because it is about connections with people. Oh, absolutely. In a year absolutely. when we've not been able to see people, the internet and and being an artist has been more important than ever before. Um, it's I agree about entirely. Connections with people, but, connections um, in a time where you can't literally physically make any physical connection with anybody. Yeah. But the print made like two and a bit grand for the charity and everything. That's amazing. And, you know that was that was great. That that felt like. Do you know what? Because the part of the reason I did it was because I had my birthday, fortieth birthday. Carrie is forty. Still alive. <laughs> Still alive. Still alive and cracking. Um, but um, I had my birthday and everyone was so lovely online. I had all these messages and everything. And I was like, I really want to, I've had this abundance of love from the internet when I wasn't expecting my birthday to be anything because yeah. of being in lockdown in, in London, uh, well, Kent. Um, and I thought it was going to be nothing. And it felt like I'd, I'd had some experience, some great day anyway. And my friends all sort of rode around and you sent me a very lovely gift of a Winnie the Pooh Um <laughs> that just sort of broke me as I opened it because Aww. I had no idea that something was coming from um, from you. Um, and we are an ocean apart, so I thought, oh, she don't care about my 40th Oh, of life. course I do. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, when it came, I was I saw it and I was just like, because um, there's like a um, an inscription on the bottom, it's like, a present for me, how quaint, or something, or how great, mm-hmm. like, like as if Pooh said it. Yeah. And I was just like, in fact that was a bear as well you are obsessed (laughs) (laughs) i am indeed i am indeed (laughs) well it's a good job they're endangered because you probably have one sitting behind you right now that is very true cash just casually there pet pet my bear (laughs) and then you just lose lose an arm (laughs) yeah i think a dog uh, is safer the fact that your dog is called merlin in the words of the internet kids, chef's kiss. <laughs> like, <laughs> such a good name. Yeah. Um, but you watched BBC's Merlin as well, didn't you? That's, yeah, I loved Merlin. I discovered it, like, the year that it ended. And I was gutted. It's oh. one of my favourite series, like, top three. Mm. Like, Doctor Who, so Sherlock, good. Merlin and Supernatural, like, all my top shows. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, oh. my, my Animal Great Crossing show. Island is called Camelot. My bear like from the book is called Arthur and my dog is called Merlin. So I have a little slight obsession, clearly. Well, and I word on like... the street reaches me via the power of Instagram story <laughs> that mm-hmm. you are trying to get rid of some of your villagers on Animal Crossing and replace them all with bears. <laughs> this seems like I've an animal Judy genocide. <laughs> yep, I've got this... Judy waiting for me on someone else's island. <laughs> so you're literally going to trot onto someone else's island, steal yep. their bear and come back. Exactly. You're just like a, yep. a bear zoo. Exactly. A, a... A cacophony, uh, is cacophony the word? A potpourri of bears. Um, <laughs> if you were to say, what's your favourite bear? Go. Grizzly bear. But okay. I love pandas as well. 
I love pandas. I love polar bears. Although they have <gasps> like a weird bears. little face. They have a weird... Quite... Yeah, thank you. I said this. They have a weird like... Because it's like a like shell. That. Yeah, but it's a shell. Why in the, yeah. That's why in the print I changed the bear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and made him more like square face and like mm-hmm. gave him loads of marks to make him look like yeah. he was an elderly bear. Because they were elderly bears, dementia, blah, blah, blah. So cute. But um, yeah, so... I'm glad someone else thinks that about polar bears. That big like, shelf they have. I literally said this in a video where I I painted a polar bear. Also, I literally, I can't simple things I said, like them, nightmare to paint or draw. Mm-hmm. They are. They are they're so weird. They've got their big feet. feet tiny feet little face. so hard. Yeah. And then their body is like quite rounded. So it's got like a, I feel like I'm interpretive dancing here now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> The grizzly bear. (laughs) (laughs) The panda. That's all they seem to do. They just sit there. The koala. The koala. (laughs) They sleep for like 16 hours a day. Oh, speaking of Jazza. (laughs) 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 Let's take it back. Are the headphones melting? They're not. No. Um, But um, yeah. Love love the bears. Yeah. Thank you. I, I love them too. They're, they're awesome. I need to get your print. I meant to buy it. And I kept putting it off and be like, I'll get it. I'll get it tomorrow. Get it tomorrow. I didn't. No, it's all right. Um, but uh, let's talk. We've covered a lot of things actually on my little bullet point list here. Oh. Um, yeah. Would you, because as I, we talked about, your artwork lends itself so much to like merchandise. If you could have your artwork. <laughs> That's a really weird phrase. Your art looks like it should be on the back of something. The bottom of On a, a bin. no but like your artwork it lends itself to like t-shirts and mugs and all all kinds of things if you could have yes if you could have it on one thing or with one company (gasps) in particular what would it be and where well everyone's going to expect me to say you would love to do something for disney Mm -hmm. but all right disney (laughs) (laughs) i was like I was like, mm, I tell you what I would love to do. I would mm-hmm. love to go into the art of Disney, Disney's art shops, and see a framed print of my work, like Same. one of the line drawings and stuff, mm. in there next to all the other stuff, like next yeah. to a Thomas Kincaid or something like oh, that. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Just me taking a picture of it on the walls and that, and then I could say, oh, you can take it down now. <laughs> like, I've got the picture. I've got the, I've got the bragging rights, girls. <laughs> I've I've been in I've been in the art of Disney. I don't need to actually be in art of Disney. You can just put it on the wall and take it down. Um, you can put that. anything up there in its place. Um, I love that. But yeah, I think being in the art of Disney or designing a pin for Disney, I think that would be oh, next level gosh, yeah. because there is an artist. Um, oh, Thompson. I want to say his name's Thompson. Is it Scott Thompson? That, that was an artist for Disney and I think he did worked in animation mm-hmm. and now he works as a merch designer. Wow. Most of the sketchbook um, ornaments that I collect, yeah, another thing that I collect, get over it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. It's Funkos, it's pins, it's ornaments, it's everything. Fill the world with things to make you joyful. Merry Christmas. Christmas EP available now. <laughs> Acoustic Christmas, Spotify, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> King but promotion. yeah yeah he he has these he designs the ornaments and then disney make them and sell them in shop disney in the parks mm-hmm. and they are beautiful you can mm-hmm. tell it's someone that's got an eye for like yeah disney classics and stuff because they just start stunning i wouldn't be surprised if you actually own some of his work and don't even realize it maybe i, I might it depends how much of a, a merch person you are if you've got a lot mm. of disney stuff there's something of i think his name's scott thompson I think it's Scott Thompson. There's something of his everywhere. I recognise the name. I think I follow him on Instagram. I, I think like you might... probably do. Like, yeah. He has a very like a a sketch people. style. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I know who you're talking so about. So good. Yeah. Definitely. But um, yeah, when he posts these like images like of the product line that's coming down the line, I'm like, oh, this is going to cost me a lot. This is going to this is going to be a very dear Christmas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But. <laughs> It's true. As soon as you it see it, it's true. like when Disney announced the new so lines. Bad. Like the other day, they um, they launched Disney Talk. They launched the um, Euro Disney retro stuff because um, mm-hmm. everyone's like into vintage stuff and that. And I didn't grow up going to the Disney parks. I only right. went from when I was 20. No, 20. <laughs> Dream. How old are I? Um, when I went, um, I was 34 when I first went to Disneyland Paris 
Um, and it wasn't yeah. Euro Disney then. Um, so it's only the last five years, six years, that I've actually been going to Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people on Instagram, Disney Instagram, were just like all talking about this retro stuff. I was like, I never went as a child. <laughs> I don't know this Euro Disney you talk of. Um, did you go to Euro Disney? I have never been to France. I really want to go <gasps> to Disneyland Paris when I come it's back. It's beautiful. At some point. I really want to go. I really want to the go main to park. Tokyo Disneyland, but it's so far away that I don't think I yeah. can. Like, like I don't know. My I'd love to go. Like, yeah, I would love it. to go. I'd love to go yeah. to Tokyo Disney, but for me, one of the issues is the language. And everyone says who comes yeah, back says the language, like the language isn't language an barrier. issue. It's fine because they've everything's in English. It's very simple. And I'm like, mm, you say that, but you're someone that's nervous, really yeah. into Japanese culture. Yeah, like because that's I don't the thing. A lot of people. It. Well, that's the thing. Tom and Jamie Joe said the same, but mm-hmm. they're very much into like the the like the Japanese culture and, yeah. and like the anime and everything like that. So they have that sort of understanding. Whereas I'd be going in like nothing. Yeah. Like as if I'd just been dropped in the middle of nowhere. And just exactly. Like, Disney Worlds. <laughs> you I'd know be, Disney Worlds. <laughs> I know it would be exactly the same. And I, it just looks so amazing that I really want to go, but it just makes me, I've never literally been to what I'd call a foreign country ever. I've just been to literally England, Canada and the USA. That's it. Yeah. Um, where the cultures are, fairly similar in most ways mm, like something yeah. with such a vastly different culture makes me nervous but mm. i don't know after this year and like having everything taken away i'm like well maybe i'll just say sod it i'm gonna go you know well this is the thing a lot of people are saying the travel industry is going to go through the roof next year like disney worlds is going to be click click clicking them tills oh, are going to be ringing out horribly because... busy i want to go yeah it's gonna be horrible i know but you know um you i think it's going to depend on when you go yeah because there's going to be periods like when the kids are at school and stuff where you could mm-hmm. just go and then like, and I'm done for another few months. Yeah. <laughs> because like anything around like 4th of July, Christmas, yeah. summer holidays, the standard things is going to be whoa. Yeah. We never go like ever in the summertime anyway, because like as a family, my mum can't tolerate really, really high heat that they get in like mm. July. Uh, so Oh, yeah, I've been I... there in June. No oh. thanks. It's too much. It's too it was hot. like a thousand hair hot. dryers on you. Like you'd have a yeah. shower, get ready, put your sun cream on, go out the door, rank. Like you're all you're all like snatched, the vlog's going, yep. Adam's like, morning, everything is, is chirp, chirp, <laughs> you're chirp. Like, wet. You literally walk out and it's just like Hello girls. And it's just like, no, we don't we don't need to see it. No. In a I world agree. where the internet says you love to see it, you don't love to see no, that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, well, um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but let's talk a bit about, uh, I want to talk a bit about your work with um, Barclays, with the Pride. And I Barclays, also talk, the Pride thing. Yes, let's talk about that and also about your acoustic Christmas thing before I let you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Gary, um, for the, the last, in a, oh, again, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, the last few years I've seen, you have been invited to be on the float or in the parade with Barclays, yeah. which if, if you're not in the UK is a bank, like Bank of America in the yeah. USA. Um, and Pride, is it in London? The one you do? Um, it is, yeah. We didn't have Pride in London this year. Right, um, yeah, of course. But, but always like um, the, the Barclays uh, float. So I think, it, I think it was like 2015, 16, 17, or it was 16, 17, 18. And Basically, the bank reached out and they said that they wanted a, a YouTuber to be with them on their float. Um, mm-hmm. They they pay a lot of money to sponsor Pride and they're at the front of the parade. So like mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of waiting because a lot of the other companies and that have to wait to get started. You go, um, there's a couple of celebrities that have done it with me and stuff. Um, and it was great. It was incredible. It was an, an amazing experience. I'd never walked in the parade before. And as obviously as a gay man, it was... It, it was something special. Um, but I was also very conscious of the fact that it was a brand and I right. was making content. And, you know, these are, again, early days of hashtag ad and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being proud. I'm I'm representing pride. Hashtag ad. So, um, so it was a very weird sort of situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did it originally because I'd always wanted to walk in the parade. This isn't about mm-hmm. the money. This is about, like pride yeah um and not just pride as in gay pride lgbt pride should i say because it's not gay pride that's a misconception in the uk the law and that is very 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 strict now 
Not that most people keep mm. to it, it seems. But if you get, for those of you that might not know that are around the world, some of these rules do apply to Americans and that, but many mm-hmm. don't follow it. Yep. Um, if you, um, and boy, it's not, it's not even YouTubers and social influencers. It is celebrities. Celebrities are the absolute worst for not following mm-hmm. the law. In oh, advertising. absolutely. Um, and, you know, you get sent something. So say I get sent, what have I got here? That bin bag. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this weapon. Um, no, this, this sellotape. So I get sent that. And when the, so this is basically how it works. Because you were saying to me before about like, just the process. How does it work? This free mm-hmm. stuff and everything. So a company would reach out to you via email and say, we love your channel. We love you. Blah, blah, blah. They might not say that, but let's hope they do. (laughs) Um, And they say, we've got this new thing coming out. We'd love to send you one. Great. The thing comes. I love it. I post about it and thank Mm -hmm. the brand and tag it Ad Gifted. Now, Ad Gifted is a British thing at the moment, but, Mm -hmm. you know, some people were doing it in America or whatever. But Mm -hmm. gifted or thank you for the gift or whatever is enough, I think, in America. I'm not really sure about your laws. Anyway. Yeah. So if the email says, we love your stuff, we want to send you a thing and um, we'd love for you to post on social media. Mm, Things change. Yeah. Now I get the thing. Now the expectation means it isn't actually ad gifted. It becomes an ad because... It's almost like a transaction. It's not just a, you know, this I is... I see, in exchange for the promotion. Yeah, it's for the promotion. Okay. Um, because they're basically saying you're getting this gift to promote it. They're not right. saying you're getting this gift post or don't post. Now, mm-hmm. Disney, um, I, I doubt they would mind me saying this, but they are very, very good about just like post if you want, post if you don't, no expectation. Mm-hmm. We know you're a Disney fan. This thing's come out. This. Um, but there are brands that are like, we're going to need this post, this post. And you're like, that's going to have to cost coins because you're basically like getting me to tell people, tell people yeah. about your brand. And unless I'm loving the product or unless like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I wouldn't lie to my people because as we said before, I've been doing this since 2006. They've been yeah. with me, many of the people that follow me for years. And I would never disrespect them and just say, get this. Just because I've been sent yeah. it. Like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, but yeah, the whole ad line. thing is, the whole ad thing, ad gifted, ad, and then you put ad if you are paid in product or yeah. if you are paid. Um, and then like there's in partnership on Instagram and all that. But, and then there's more rules in the UK where you should really label the beginning of the post with ad. Like, right. But you see people tucking it like underneath yeah. in the UK and hiding it in the hashtags. And the UK are very like anal about the whole ad thing. Like, if you have a video yeah. that's an ad, you've got to have hashtag ad in the title. The US is much more lenient like that. Like, yeah. get, hashtag gift isn't even a thing, but I often will put it anyway sometimes. Just I'm like, well, maybe I just. Yeah. Like, yeah. I suppose also know. because you do have the British accent and exactly. that, there might people be some that people I'm... that do think you are in the yeah. UK. But. It is based on regions. Some regions, some areas are very yep. even stricter than the UK. Like, yeah. um, there are some people that interpret the rules as even if you're not being asked to promote it or mm-hmm. post, if you get something for free, it's been sent with you with the expectation that you're going to yeah. so it's ad. Whereas, I don't know, I don't agree with that. Like, no, I that's feel too like, much. Yeah, that is too much because then you're just literally ad, ad, ad all over the shop, and like it, and it makes people feel a bit like, like. You're getting paid to talk about a free pen, like or a free, like, and and they exactly. just look at you like, like give the ad gifted, or or like declaring. I think it's just about transparency and being yeah honest and responsible. Do you not um, fault people off? Well, that's it. Just don't lie to people. Like yeah. I don't like the lying and the messing mm. around. Like just be open and truthful and say I was sent this. I like exactly. it. You can get it here. Like ad gifted, fine. But yeah. if you if you get it. And you're like, I love this. I don't love this. I'm getting coins for it. Like, I'm yep. not here for that. I'm just not here for it. Mm-hmm. I was um, a couple, three years ago, approached by a certain art school who oh. asked me to promote them. And I was like, super excited about it at first. I was like, wow. You know, they offered me a lot of money, like double what I get yeah. now for sponsorships, like now years later. 
And I was like, oh, I could really use that. That'd be amazing for my future. Did some research on the school. Did some research on the school. They have a really bad name because they give out like diplomas that aren't like accredited anywhere. People Mm. can't get jobs with them. And then I, I mentioned it to my friends. They're like, oh yeah, that's got a really bad reputation. So... As much as it hurt, because it was a you know it was a lot of money. I was like, I can't in good conscience advertise something no. to my to my audience. And like even now, um, and years ago, I'd be contacted by art brands that like, oh, you want like we're we're a small business. We just started out. This is a new product we brought out. Mm. Um, can we send it to you? We'll give you you know x amount of money. And it's like obviously a very small fraction of um, usual sponsorship stuff because they're they're a small you know small company. In which case, I'm mm. normally just like send me the product don't pay me for it i said i'll you know if i like it i'll show it in a video versus being like oh this is an ad video because i if i can help i try not to do more than one sometimes i end up having to do two sponsored videos a month but i like to um only talk about stuff that i truly believe in and truly like a lot i would rather have something try it and like it and then show it and heavily promote it then because i feel like it's worth more to people yeah yeah, it's yeah there's a comfort like, thing. Yeah. There's a comfort thing with you as the artist and as the creator as well. Yeah. I found that this last couple of weeks have been difficult for me because I did the charity print mm-hmm. and then my EP came out and it wasn't supposed yeah. to be that way. There was supposed to be a gap, but it just so happened that there was a delay of one or whatever of whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was constantly like, my print's out. And because it wasn't like flying off the shelves like normal, mm-hmm. I'm internally falling apart like... People don't oh, well, love that's me what anymore. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I had to like keep flogging it, flogging it, and then I felt like, why am I flogging it? If people don't want it, they don't want it. If they don't want to support mm-hmm. the charity, they don't want to support the charity. If they don't want to support me. Blah blah blah. So anyway, it's a meltdown, <laughs> meltdown. Anyway, yeah. Get back to my EP coming out, mm-hmm. and again, I'm promoting that, and yeah. I'm sharing that everywhere and stuff, and I'm just like, and I, even I get did a sense a video. of guilt. Yes, promoting, and I did a like, video oh, the other day. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing too much. Yeah. Um, would I like all these? And do you know, <laughs> I, I did a video the other day on Instagram and I put it on Twitter as well saying, I get it, girls. This is a lot. There's a load of gear. No one said anything to me. Yeah. Um, but it's that overthinking and like, and mm-hmm. a few friends have sort of like, sort of said to me, no, this is something I'm you're really proud of. Yeah. This is something you're really proud of. This is something you never, you never, like you're never just casually just vlogging stuff for the sake of it. It's no. something you believe in. It's, it's, you know, the last time I released a music EP was mm-hmm. five years ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been singing much because of the anxiety and everything else. Yeah. But I decided to do this because my dream was to release a Christmas record like to do a christmas mm-hmm. it's and my so Dave, good it's so thank good. you it went I'm to glad you like it. Was it the top five in the uk of the christmas uh, albums yeah on the christmas chart on itunes in the I, itunes <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that that was weird um um i don't yeah um you know take these take these charts with a pinch of salt it's mm-hmm. you know it's a, a the christmas chart within itunes on the uk um at 12 hey, that's one still day. an accomplishment <laughs> For anyone, is, I'm going to but... remind you because I'm going to talk about it right at the start, the intro, but Gary released an amazing Christmas album. It's called uh, Acoustic Christmas. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, whatever it's called, everything. Yeah, it's right. on. Let me see if I can remember them because I'm supposed to remember them and I usually just like copy and paste it because I don't remember them. Um, it is. Okay, it's. I Because loads of the big names now have like a streaming thing and a buying thing. Like it's all. Right. The music so, industry, so, just like YouTube now, it's all changing, girl. It's all changed. Yeah. And um, I remember the days queuing up outside Woolworths for, yeah. to get my oh, favourite person's album. Oh, I don't love Woolworths. I worked there for five years. Oh, never um, mind. <laughs> <laughs> scarred for life. <laughs> but every time it trends as well, people are reminiscing about the pick and mix. I know exactly what was in that pick and mix. Dirty children's hands. Oh, licking their things. Yeah, I, could, I don't do anything like that anymore. I'm germaphobe. No. Well, even more so this year. Like, this you year can't touch nothing. No. Um, but, yeah, so I remember, like, the excitement of my favourite artists and everything. And and it is still exciting, like, when there's, like, a midnight release. Like, um, like I see all the messages about Taylor Swift releasing a, a surprise new album and single and everything. And I see all that on my timeline. And I'm like, it still exists, but it's it's different. It's, yeah. It's, it's different. So, as somebody who is a singer-songwriter, I released this covers EP of acoustic Christmas songs with my friend Dave Giles. He produced it. And um, every song on there is something that I grew up listening to that I loved. And there was an initial 10 songs and it went down to six. Um, 
because there just wasn't the time because I just yeah. suddenly decided decided at the end of October I'm doing a Christmas EP <laughs> <laughs> um and obviously by then like Michael Bublé Mariah people like that they mm-hmm. record their Christmas specials Christmas videos and everything in like July so yeah because everything needs to be done all the press needs to be done all the um all the all that the the different promotional sort of things um here's me recorded in november mixed and mastered in november released the first of december hello girls (laughs) you did great it's a beautiful album my mum put it on a couple of times from the google home in the house oh your google home recognizes you mine doesn't even acknowledge me Mm -hmm. yep we said uh acoustic christmas by gary c came up (gasps) started playing i'll I'll do it later and i'll send i'll send it to you later Mine doesn't acknowledge me. My the um the Amazon one. I won't say the name in case some of you it'll activate some of yours. But um the Alexa. lady A. Uh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Um the the lady A as I refer to her in my house. Um she um she does acknowledge the single Santa Claus is coming to town, the one I made the music video for. Mm-hmm. So um but she doesn't seem to care about the rest of the EP, which is concerning. But um yeah, you've listened to it. What's your favourite song? Oh gosh, there's a couple in particular. Well, you got me here. You don't need to look it up. You can just I can reel them off. I need need to be a good friend (laughs) and know all the names. And I don't wait. It's not loading. Wait, wait. Oh, holy night. Oh, I love White Christmas. White Christmas. Because I was thinking Santa Claus is coming to town. No, holy night. But I was like, oh, I love that. There was another one that I knew that I loved. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Your tie carols. (laughs) Whatever the words are. No, I would nice <laughs> with you, but I can't sing for crap. So, well, Gary, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but thank you so much it's been for great. chatting with me. Um, if you want to say all of your social media so that people can go and follow you, obviously it'll be below in the description too. Yeah, just... And whilst you're here, thank you so much. You have been such a wonderful friend. And um, when we when we went to Summer in the City, the big YouTube event in London, and we, we were hanging out and I was sort of walking around with you and everything. Yeah. Um, it did make me sad that you don't live here because I think Aww. we'd be a lot closer if you lived here. Yeah. Um, I was saying to Adam um, on the phone, like she would be one of my best friends if she was here because we would see each other all the yeah. time. But for now, we will stick to our Instagram voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah. You yeah. just like, well, you took me under your wing and I really appreciated it because I, you know, obviously everyone was doing their own thing. But yeah, I was kind of like wandering around because I didn't have any of the meet and greets because I felt weird about that stuff. So I was just like, mm. you know, walking around by myself. I was like, I don't really know what to do. I feel really awkward. So I was like walking around. Like, I know what oh. it's like to be new. Everybody knows what it's like to be yeah. new. Everyone's done it. Um, But yeah. Yeah, you just it, took it, me under your wing and spent hours with me and I really appreciated it a lot. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, I wish this podcast and you lots more success because you deserve you. it. Um, oh, as much you. as anyone can deserve anything. But um. Yeah, you you do work very very hard. Um, oh, thank you. And you make the rest of us so do you. look more shammy. Oh, don't be silly. You're so <laughs> you're amazing. I'm always so amazing. Shammy leather the... face, shammy career. <laughs> Absolutely not. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, you take care, and I'll speak to you, you soon. Too. Oh, it was lovely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>